On this week's episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast, we talk with branding expert Will Baggett on how to build a personal brand that sets us up for success in our career and in our life. What's up, competitors? Welcome back to the Compete Everyday Podcast. My name's Jake Thompson. What an exciting week here on the show. What an exciting week at Compete Everyday Because today is the day, that's right, my book, Compete Every Day, the not-so-secret secret secret to winning your work and life is now available. That's right, this thing has been well over a decade in the making, it has been over a year in writing and producing, and now it is available for early release to get it in your hands. That's right, if you go to book.competeveryday.com, you'll learn more about the book, how I dive into the seven key choices that competitors make to succeed in their work and in their life. And now through the end of May, you can grab all of the early release specials, including grabbing a personalized autograph copy, a Compete Everyday decal, a custom Compete Everyday bookmark with our competitor's creed on it, and more. That's all available in our early release bundles for every single order today through May 31st. We even have specials and additional early release bundle offers if you order three copies, 10 copies, or if you're listening to this and you want to buy it for your organization, your high school team, college team, sports team, if you want to get it in all your players and your employees' hands, shoot us an email to bookclub at competeeveryday.com. We have bulk pricing available at 40% off each and every copy signed, sent to your team. And I'm just excited to get this in your hands because this has been a labor of love, a labor of something that I've wanted to do for a long time. And like most people, I made the excuses. I listened to the imposter syndrome voices. I listened to the doubts. I procrastinated until finally I got to a point where I couldn't put it off any longer. If I was truly committed on where I was trying to go in life, on the things I was trying to do and help competitors succeed, Then eventually I had to get real with my excuses, sit down and start working on that book. And that's exactly what I did last spring. And now we are here, we are rolling and copies are available. We are sending out copies as you've probably seen on social media. A number of people have kind of jumped on the early release and I hope you will too. So that if you will check out book.competeeveryday.com, you'll learn a little bit more about the book. Why? It's not our talent that sets us up for success. It's not our talent that becomes the defining factor in our life. It's our choices. And what are the seven choices each and every one of us has the opportunity and the ability to make every day to put ourselves in the position where we want to be, to create that best life. So I hope you'll support the brand. I hope you'll support me and support this show by going to book.competeeveryday.com and grabbing your copy of Compete Every Day the not-so-secret secret secret to winning your work and your life. And speaking of secrets to success, today's guest, Will Baggett, knows all about that. Will has built an incredible career within the sports industry, working with a number of organizations, including the college football playoff. But today we talk about building a personal brand, why it's so important for our career and for our life. What do we want to stand for? Who do we want to be? And most importantly, how do we build the emotional intelligence required for a balanced and healthy life? How do we overcome challenging times like 
many of us are still in right now? And what are the things we can do to compete for that life, to not live complacent, to not let things pass us by, to not miss opportunities, but to be someone who competes for them and seizes them? There's so much goodness in this conversation with Will. I'm excited to be able to call this guy a friend and so grateful for the opportunity we've had to be connected and to have this conversation for you in hopes that it helps you further compete in your career. Whatever that career looks like right now, whatever challenges you're facing, the tips and things Will shares are vital at any point in life and everything that you can implement starting today. As always, to get in touch with the show, shoot me an email directly to podcast at competeeveryday.com. I read each and every one of them. And for those of you that have emailed in, you know I take the time to respond to you. Because honestly, guys, I love you all to death. It means the world that you take the time to email me. I know how busy our lives are. I know how challenging certain things are. But for you guys taking the time to write in to say hi, for you to share that you're listening to a podcast episode on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, Man, all of that means so very much. And so from the bottom of my heart, thank you. All of this that we do here, every podcast episode, every word in that new book, every post on social media is all designed just to help you stay motivated, stay focused, implement actionable steps every day and start competing for your life. You only get one of them. You only get one opportunity here on earth. And so my mission, my goal, my my just cry for each and every one of you is that you will not waste it. You will not be complacent. You will not wait for things to fall in your lap. You will get out and go compete for them. And I know you will because I know that's why you're here. I've got exciting things for you in store this summer, so stay tuned to the show. We will have some great new things dropping in June. But for now, I want to introduce you to my friend. I want to talk about personal branding. I want to talk about career success And I want to talk about having a competitor's mindset for life. So let me introduce you to my new friend, Will Baggett. Will, welcome to the Compete Everyday Podcast. Hey, what's going on, Jake? Thanks for having me, man. Glad to be here. Man, I've been looking forward to this. I'm glad I finally had a little bit of time to connect with you because I've been following you for quite a while. Uh, We obviously have a a small world in common. Uh, Shout out to Coach uh, down in Austin who who you know and and shared, gave you one of your first opportunities and who I've been just blessed to get to know the last few years. Uh, But our listeners are in for a treat because you've got uh, what I consider a really cool career in that you work as an employee in a major group, major brand that our fans are familiar with, uh, but you also have built out a kind of an entrepreneurial niche too. So you have your hands and feet in both worlds, which um, I think a lot of people can relate to. A lot of people maybe strive for uh, versus that you got to be all one way or you got to be all the other way. Uh, and so before we dive in deep into your journey, tell us a little bit about what you do today, what life looks like for you today. Yeah, today, man, it's um, it's definitely different, you know, like everyone else, man, just trying to follow the recommendations of, you know, working from home and sheltering in place so we can beat this uh, this coronavirus. There are so many people that are, have been affected and don't have the ability to work from home, so it's just up to us to really do our part. So day-to-day now, man, it's really just uh, preparing and strategizing, you know, just trying to use this time effectively, but also, you know, taking some days off and, and having some patience with yourself to say, okay, you don't have to be grinding every single hour of the day, uh, but also trying to get better at 
certain skills I don't have, whether it be Photoshop or reading more and even started writing again. So hopefully those things will uh, come to fruition. But, you know, it's one of those times where you don't have an excuse and also just trying to stay connected with people. You know, you really, really want to make sure that although we're, we're maybe disrupted, we're not disconnected. So day to day now, man, it's just really just uh, trying to get better and competing every day. I love it, man. And you, you very humble approach, but for our listeners, you work with college football playoff. You are a speaker. You, you were, I believe you're the experiences director of the Texas sports summit. You've written your own book, the blueprint, which we're absolutely going to dive into. Uh, and then I was fascinated as I was doing my research that you're one of the partners of reveal suits, uh, which as a, a sports junkie, someone that's also having to wear a blazer on stage all the time, uh, I plan to stalk later and see if I can find some of my favorite teams. But uh, you have your hands in everything. And so right now, everyone's schedules have been changed around. Life's thrown for a loop. How are you balancing your day-to-day responsibilities with, I guess, quote unquote, the daytime job uh, with writing with creating with the responsibilities you have in some other areas yeah I think it's um it has to be a balance and you have to create a schedule and a routine but also give yourself some some space if you and some freedom to change it up as needed and so I think the first thing in the morning is to make sure you get moving and oftentimes you know you get up you want to stay in the sweats all day but research has shown that you know how you dress how you show up has an impact on your you know your cognitive function so I try to you know put some different clothes on and just try to get myself in that mode of creativity but also making sure that I'm taking care of my uh, my responsibilities so it's really man it's, it's really you know it's 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 nothing that is a, a, an exact science you know it just it work, works for different people and everyone has their routine and I try to get up and make sure I take walks and and, and make sure I exercise and, and I make sure I eat, eat a balanced uh, meal, you know, at different times of the day. So it's really just some more so of, man, just figuring out the approach. I'm only a week or and a half or, you know, a few weeks in now. Uh, so it's, it's still kind of developing and it's, uh, it may be different, you know, looking down the road. But in the here and now, man, it's uh, really just, you know, seeing what other people are doing as well and just taking uh, best practices from them. So let, let's flash back for a second. Let's go back to, to your time at Ole Miss and then Baylor and kind of where your career has developed. Have you always had a clear idea of, of what you wanted to do? And if not, kind of how did those pieces start to fall in place for you while you were at, uh, at Baylor specifically? Yeah, yeah. So I think Baylor was just super transformational in terms of my career, and it was mainly due to my mentor. So Ty Brown, who works with D1 Ticker and Athletic Director University and leads the uh, One Question Leadership Podcast, uh, he was my, he is my, one of my mentors, and he took me under his wing. Like, when I got to him, I didn't own a suit. All I had was a bunch of t-shirts and jeans, and he made a true professional out of me, and that's ultimately who I wrote my book with, The Blueprint for a Successful Career. But that was really transformational in that. That's kind of when I started doing multiple things at one time so I had grad school responsibilities I was a strength conditioning coach I had to be at the weight room at 5 a.m in the morning and I coached equestrian I worked with football and, and women's tennis and and so just having to be able to adapt to different organizations and different groups and be able to have that emotional intelligence was really critical during my time there and I kind of I earned the nickname as a P Diddy because they said I had my hands and everything but really it was just a it was just a, a mindset of wanting to learn I wasn't a collegiate athlete I'm a high school has been So I felt as I was behind the curve a little bit and I had to do everything I possibly could to put myself in the best position to be successful. And uh, Baylor was just, just a huge, huge um, stepping stone for that. And, um, you know, to this day, I'm thankful for the relationships that I gained there. 
what what inspired you initially to write the blueprint yeah i think that was kind of going back so ty like i mentioned he trained me so well and there's things now that we talk about that may be second nature whether it be you know the handwritten thank you notes and how to present yourself but we have to go back to the times of when we didn't know what we know now because there are a lot of young professionals, especially in the day and age we're living in now, who are not aware of these, these things that are second nature to us. Like, oh yeah, you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to do that. But Ty really just took the time, you know, step by step by step, and really coached me up on how to be a true professional and how to build relationships uh, naturally and, and, and mutually beneficial relationships in that. So when I got to different opportunities or different stops in my, in my career journey, I noticed that what he taught me or how he instructed me put me ahead of the curve. So I said, okay, how can I give back? How can I teach people who may not have had the same mentorship that I had or same opportunities? Because you can't always pick your mentors or your jobs or things like that. But I was just blessed to have it. Every single stop I've had, great leadership and great mentorship and people that really cared about my journey. And I want to always make them look good. And so it just came as a, as a responsibility, you know, because if I was writing it for myself, I never would have finished it. But knowing that I had to do this for other people, that's what made it come to fruition. And it's hopefully benefited as many people as possible. And that's what we set out to do is to help people. Well, and, and the one thing I enjoy about it and, and some of the content in there is, is not only do I wish I would have had it 15, 16 years ago reading it in college, but I think there's lessons in there that are pertinent for anyone today, even that wouldn't be considered a young professional. I think if, if anything, the, the COVID-19 has taught the importance of flexibility, adaptability, but relationships, the power of reconnecting with people, of thank you cards, of, of how we present ourselves, the things that we do. And so for anyone maybe that's listening, that's kind of unsure of what tomorrow brings or what their industry holds, or man, maybe I am going to have to start looking for new opportunities. I think the blueprint provides a ton of just, I would say it, it it's not rocket science, but it's things we forget the importance of little things and how those little things matter. Would you agree? Like, even though it, it's set up as a young professional, man, this could be a game changer for anyone kind of coming out of this current state and storm that, that needs a leg up in, in sales, needs a leg up in growing their career. I would hope so, man. I mean, <clears throat> I, I appreciate the, the, the plug, saved me some trouble. But uh, to be honest with you, you know, the way Ty and I constructed it was I wrote it from my perspective. And as you saw, he even added in his perspective as a more seasoned or tenured professional because we wanted to address both sides of the spectrum. So he, he did a great job training me up, but I also had to make myself a great resource to him to make him look good. And we kind of use the analogy of wearing someone's jersey on your back. So if you walked around and I had the Ty Brown jersey or the Jamil Northcutt jersey on my back, I'm representing him everywhere I go. And that's the way we kind of approached it. But I would, I would definitely say so from the handwritten thank you notes to just requesting informational interviews and talking to people because people have time now. You know, people do have time and we just want to make the best of it. So, uh, yes, I, I would definitely say so, man. And also just a plug to uh, Coach uh, Darren K. Roberts about pivoting his, his book about how to transition. And he went from Harvard Law to the, to the uh, NFL. So I would definitely recommend his, uh, his book as well. So shout out to Coach DKR. Yeah, Co Coach DKR, man, flashback uh, for him. He was a guest on the Compete Everyday podcast in August of 2017. So for anyone listening, jump all the way back to episode 37 to pull up Coach's just awesome story. And that doesn't even do justice what he's done in the two and a half years since then. 
Uh, I feel like I, every time I get on LinkedIn, he's got something new on there. And, and it, it's a mental struggle for me of like, man, I got to catch up. Like, I got to keep pace with this guy. And, and not even the fact that we were laughing about he's having to work at home in this stay at home right now with his, with all the kids and little kids right now too, that uh, the donut council that he has. And so the challenges uh, he's overcome, but coach coaches story's great on that. Uh, your work's great on that. I'm curious a little bit now, what, what does your career look like now? You've, you've made pivots from, from the Baylor and the programs to, I believe IMG to college football playoff. What's kind of where you're, where are you trying to go with your career in an ideal sense? Or is it just, Hey, I'm taking it a year at a time, looking at where I can add as much value as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. And uh, I don't want to be cliche, but I think it's just being great where you are and taking it day by day. I know that sounds very cliche, but honestly, you know, really love what I'm doing. I'm really enjoying working with the young professionals and even the uh, more, more tenured professionals now. And I'm looking forward to really just uh, expanding, expanding upon that and seeing how I can add, you know, more service. And you mentioned uh, there's so many different ways to create content and, and help people. And I think uh, the, the more that I do it, the more I love it. But I'm also driven more so to, um, I guess the best way to say it, the more so is to add more value. How can I get better every single day? And you, you are also going to compete every day podcast. But the thing about it is when you're in a space where you're kind of the only one doing what you're doing, then that, that can set some complacency in, you know, if you're not careful. And so I've learned to make sure I separate contentment from complacency. They're two different things. So I'm very content in what I'm doing now, but I'm not complacent in it. So every time I give a presentation, I'm looking at, okay, how could I transition better? How could I have made this better? How could this slide have been designed better to have the best impact? So um, this time, this time right now, like you said, I'm just kind of taking a day at a time, reevaluating, reassessing, but I'm also getting into uh, a new focus with uh, presenting in terms of teaching people how to create their own LLCs and, and businesses. I think in the time we're in now, a lot of people are seeing that they have different aspirations and the TED talk called the multi-potentialite saying that you don't have to be good at just one thing. It's okay to be good at multiple things. So I want to empower people to create their own businesses and LLCs, um, not because they want to do something right now, but just having that general knowledge. Chuy uh, Cathy didn't start Chick Fil A teams in his fifties, yeah. and you know what I mean. So you, and now his grandkids, grandkids, you know, his legacy will live on forever through his sacrifices. So. Uh, I think the education piece is just huge, man. I've always been a teacher, I've always been a coach in some form or fashion, and that's what I want to continue to build upon. Have you read Range by David Epstein? I have not. Uh, okay, so what you just said about being skilled in multiple areas, not just one thing, highly recommend uh, Range by David Epstein. Um, it's essentially on the outside, it looks like it's the debate of Tiger Woods, who was playing golf when he was like three, all the way through his life, specialization, versus a Roger Federer who his mom would not coach him, train him tennis. He had to play everything else. Um, and so it's the multi-sport versus the singular focus. But when you really dive into the book, Epstein's approach talks about how generalist will be the most successful in the future about how learning skills over here and over here and over here and doing this compiled together over time, create a better winning formula. There's a few outliers uh, that will for a specialization in an academic setting or whatever else. It's a fascinating read. And in, in fact, I read it. And then a couple of months later, I read the book Late Bloomers um, by Rich Carlgaard that talked about uh, the people that test and experiment and, and try to create things and build things. And they can't quite get their path going until their late thirties, early forties. And then they experience incredible success and how that's often overlooked because we focus on the 20 under 20, the 30 under 30, 
versus the big picture. But man, it, I would highly recommend both of those books for you and, and for listeners that are looking for some things to read. Uh, Range by David Epstein and then Late Bloomers. And, and you talked about teaching. And so one of the things I want to make sure we talk about is you you teach these executive image workshops. And I think the value and advantage you have teaching them over other, uh, other professionals that perhaps are teaching it is that you've had experience in a hand, as I shared earlier, in the employee and the entrepreneurial roles. In the, in, and those are very different mindsets to a lot of degree. And so tell us a little bit about the executive image workshop, because I think your perspective from both angles adds more value for the organizations and teams you're able to work with. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much for, for saying that. And even kind of going right back to the conversation you just came off of. So you mentioned range and creativity. Uh, so I actually have a fear of public speaking, uh, but I was an actor uh, before. Previously, I was a theater actor for a number of years. And that's how I overcame my fear of public speaking. So when I go in front of an audience, I have to get in character or else I can't get through it. So like you mentioned, like the generalist. So that's right on me. I am a, I am a uh, starving artist at heart and it's helped tremendously. So definitely appreciate you mentioning those books and I look forward to checking those out. Uh, yeah, with the Executive Image Workshop, man. So I think this actually, this month makes three years to the date when we kind of did our first one at Clayton State University. And uh, we built it on the ABCs of professional presence, which are appearance, behavior, communication skills, digital etiquette, and professional and, and emotional intelligence. And that ABCD model is just, you know, it, it's, we go through each step of that process and build upon the internal person and, and how the external person is gonna reflect who you are on the inside. And we talk a lot about people, professionalism, perspective, and how you're perceived, and not from the standpoint of you not wanting to be comfortable with yourself, but also understanding the rules, but rather understanding the rules of engagement and how important that is to be a true professional, understanding what decorum looks like, but also understanding this day and age, people are very different and being respectful of other people's mindsets, perspectives, cultures, and that's where emotional intelligence comes into play and it's so, so critical. So yeah, we cover everything from what colors to wear to how to present your business card to speaking without speaking with you know without using filler words, uh, you name it. We we cover it, man, and it's just a pleasure to do, and I just enjoy it. I'm really on cloud now, and I'm doing it. Man, I love it. Okay, so where can people go to find out more about your workshops to get connected with you online? We're obviously uh, li linking to your book in the show notes, but just to connect with you personally or learn more about your programs, where's the best place for people to go? Absolutely. So I'm, 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 I'm always on Twitter. So you can find me on Twitter at W underscore B-A-G-G-S. So W underscore bags, uh, LinkedIn, you name it. Uh, you can find me and I'm uh, definitely always willing to connect with anyone. And also my website is execimage.org. But, you know, I'm pretty informal. I'll give you my cell. We can uh, have a conversation like we're having now. I always like to meet new people and see how I can learn and get better and uh, compete better every day. Man, thanks so much for coming on the show this week. All right. Thanks for having me, Jake. It was a pleasure, man. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To get in touch with me or the show, email us at podcast at competeeveryday.com. To join our free Facebook community and get connected with other ambitious leaders working to win their work, their workouts, and their life, be sure to visit us at facebook.com slash groups slash compete every day. Until the next episode, keep competing every single day because your life is worth it.